All right, here we are. <clears throat> okay. What are, oh, start shit. us off. Just start us off. Hello. I'm not. Are we? I'm Sequoia Simone. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Cam. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a podcast about Harry Potter fan fiction. And we're not alone today. This is so weird. <laughs> no, you are not alone. <laughs> Not only are we not alone, but we're actively in person. Mm-hmm. In the human flesh. Yeah. <laughs> not the internet. The real life space. Oh. We're here. Crowded around a table in my hotel room here at LeakyCon Boston. What a time. So crazy. We have jerry-rigged this whole recording experience. I'm sitting on an end table. <laughs> We've moved all the furniture in this hotel around. The cleaning staff will despise me. But... Yeah, we'll put it back. We'll put it, we'll put it back we'll put it as good as we can. As good as we can. Yeah. Oh, so here we are at LeakyCon Boston. We just finished our first day. It was so fun. It was very fun. Oh. Um, we went and watched Mike on a panel of big kid podcasters. <laughs> More of just like some people that have been around forever and then yeah, forever. me and Harry Potter and Sega Dex. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, Mike was, was really the fun. baby on the panel. Oh. <laughs> I was the tiny baby boy, but. Oh, man. And then we both have panels tomorrow, too. Yeah. I'm very yeah. excited for your panel. Mm-hmm. Potter's Live with guests still to be determined. Ooh. So that'll be fun. I hope they find one. I'm cool, freaking cool, out. Cool. Oh. Um, we hope that works out. I We're going to so. come and clap really loud no matter what happens. But yeah, and then you guys are doing your crack thing. Or whatever. I'm going to be a part of. Um, which yeah. I'm excited. It went really well. Yes, because it's in the past. We killed it. We There was a guest on Mike's thing. We did <laughs> they super were well. Awesome. They were great. <laughs> I was on their thing. It went super well. Every Everyone listens to Fanatical Fix now. It's, <laughs> it is the big boy, so we've done it. Yeah, up to the big leagues now. Um, anyway, we did have a couple of announcements to get through before we yes. start out. Um, I'm going to start out with an announcement. You know, uh, today we were watching Mike on this panel, and you were talking about how people like to tweet at you mm-hmm. corrections. They do. <gasps> oh, I, no. I finally I got <laughs> we got We got it several times. times. We've gotten corrections before from like one person that knows us who's like, like, what Oh, you you finally opened that door? We finally... I fucked up enough. Oh, no. (laughs) What happened? What'd you do? Um, so... Apparently, when Sphinx is spelled with a Y, it's a cat. It's not... It's not like a, like a magical Sphinx. We had a whole big joke about a magical Sphinx. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cat. And it... And I we looked wrong. back at the text, and it was also clearly a cat. <laughs> I think it's more fun if it's not. Right? Okay. Yeah. I stand agree. by it. It's funnier if it was a riddle machine. Yes. But, <laughs> but... I agree. I agree. <laughs> you are correct, Twitter. Thank you. Um, Just so as everybody knows, if you're not on Patreon right now, we just started our first writing competition. The due date is just in a couple of weeks, so if you want to get in on this writing competition, get over to our Patreon at the $7 or $10 level. 
You can join our Discord and get access to a lot of other cool stuff, too. Um, we've also got our merch. Our Tee Public merch goes on sale once a month. It seems like yeah. it. I'm not sure what's up with that. but We they... don't know what's going on with our merch store. <laughs> well, they recently released magnets, right? Yeah, and then they just made it so that all of our designs come in a magnet and so sent us an email. So if you're so... sticker shy, buy a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> our merch... Look, you got to put those saved to date somewhere. <laughs> you got to <laughs> attach them. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can grab everything 35% off October 16th through the 20th. And those were our announcements. Cool. Let's uh, let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Do you remember how to do predictions, Mike? Well, wait. I had a question first, actually. Wait, okay. We ask our guests questions sometimes. We do. Mm-hmm. But we had determined that we already asked Mike all of the regular questions. I would, I, I'm genuinely curious. Now that okay. you've finished the books. Yes. Has your... OTP changed. Ooh. Just like my favorite pairing. What, yeah. I, I feel like you said Luna Neville. Oh, I do still like that. It mm-hmm. makes it makes me sad that that never fleshed out. Yeah. In the movie, it's interesting because they allude to it, but in the books, mm-hmm. it is not. It is more of her and uh, Dean Thomas. Yeah, I got some Luna Dean but, in the last one. But some then vibes. I got in trouble on Twitter because Uh-oh. apparently J.K. in some interview at one point said that she ends up with Rolf Scamander. Well, yeah, that's on the, the family tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just like not in the books anywhere. So yeah, oh, do you episode of Potter was when the family I, was tree came wrong. out. Yeah. Sequoia? When when the family tree came out, so she, here's did she make a family tree? Of she stuff? made a family tree of like and, the second gen, of, oh, yeah, no. of next gen, and released it. Ugh. And so fan fiction, next gen fan fiction, is like way more consistent because she gave a lot of like names and uh. like how many kids so and so had. So then mm-hmm. people were like shipping the so and so's kids with so and so's kids because. She already knew. So Cursed Child actually lines up with the family tree that she had already released. Okay. But I think that Luna Dean is really good, like, in the context of their kind of shared trauma totally. in Deathly 100%. Hallows. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like it, too. But also, like, you don't have to end up with the person you date yeah. when you're 16, 17. <laughs> Normal people don't do that. Yeah. So maybe they did end up, and then she found Rolf later in life. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, when did you start dating your husband? Let's How not talk you? about it. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as my OTB changing, I don't know if it necessarily changed. I think more so now that I'm done with the books, I just really appreciate Ginny and Harry as a couple and Ron and Hermione as a couple. And I think anyone who thinks that like Ron or that Hermione should have got with Harry is very incorrect. Excellent. Like I just Go. don't Down think with that makes harmony. any sense. I don't, I just don't uh, nice. like that. It doesn't like Ron and Ron and Hermione balance each other perfectly. Harry and Ginny, I think do the same. Nice. So I, yeah, I think more so I was just glad that those relationships, even though I went into series knowing those happened, mm-hmm. it was good for me to like read the story more and realize, okay, there's a reason why these happen. Like it's good. I'm glad these are the ones that, came true nice yeah you did bring up at your panel today a pairing that i am very into now mm. Ludo, uh, Bagman Ludo Bagman and McGonagall. <laughs> I just learned this. I was doing preparation for the the Multitude live show we did in Boston on Thursday where I went through everything that Percy did. Mm-hmm. So I was control-effing Percy in the PDF versions of the books, right, which I very legally downloaded. <laughs> um, and one of the things is, like, they talk about Percy talking, and the line previous says, 
and Ludo Bagman kissed McGonagall on the hand and left. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm and into like, it. Scrolled back. And yeah, apparently at the Yule Ball, the two of them share a dance and then Ludo leaves. But I wasn't keeping my eye out for this because at this point, Ludo Bagman in my brain wasn't sketchy enough to be a suspect. Uh-huh. So I wasn't paying attention to him super well. And then, of course, now I have the ironic love for him. Right. But yeah, him and McGonagall, potentially a thing. That's so a great that, ship. I think that's got to be the new I'm gonna the new look ship for, that for me. Later today. <laughs> I would, I'm upset that no one told me because McGonagall's like my favorite character and then Ludo is Ludo with the whole, you know, yeah. there's a whole history that I have with that. So oh, I cannot believe no one told me this. They, people got time to tweet at you for days that Harry was 14. And I know. <laughs> nobody can no, look nobody up with McGonagall. But yeah, that's like, I've, I feel like I have to do some deep dive research now. Nice. Oh, that's excellent. That's very good answers all around. <laughs> Awesome. Do you have any more questions? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Let's do this thing. Okay. Now, do you remember how to do predictions? Remember what we did for I know, that? I know how to predict. Well, yeah, you're um, going to predict. So what's going to happen is I'm going to give you the title of this weird-ass fan fiction I found. Wonderful. The year, no, the book that it was written most close to. Okay. And what genre it was tagged as. Okay. And then you're going to give me... Three guesses at what's going to happen in this weird thing. Cool. All right. I'm down. All right. So this fan fiction is called The Power Snivelous Knows Not. Okay. (laughs) It came out right before Half-Blood Prince. Oh, interesting. And the genre is humor. Oh, shit. And here's the thing. I picked this. We're doing a panel tomorrow. Our panel tomorrow is on crack, crack fic. fic. This is a real cracky fic. Oh, boy. So oh, boy. It's, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> so power it's going to be hard. Snivellous knows not. Yup. Okay. So three guesses as to what this happens. Um, first guess is that Snape somehow gets the power of Mel Gibson's character in What Women Want. <laughs> where he can hear... <laughs> The thoughts of women. <laughs> so that's his power that he knows not how he obtained it. Fucking awesome. Um, the power that he's... I feel like it has to be... He has some sort of power that makes him like good at stuff. So like maybe second, something happens. Some like potion mishap. It explodes on him and he gets the power to... I don't know. Maybe like... I'll, I'll guess one, he, he gets the power just to like seduce whoever he's just got this innate ability to like sweep whoever (laughs) off his feet that's something i would read Uh, (laughs) and then the power that snivelous knows not the fact that it's snivelous i'm the the other end i'll go to is that it's before book six does it take place do we know when it takes place like is it Um, marauder era i'm not gonna tell you that okay then i will say that it it, even though it's written at this time it's gonna be a, a prequel type thing and okay. because I feel like Sirius is the one who calls him Snivellus most often. So I'll say this is like back in Marauder era. And it's actually uh, a, like a crack fic between Sirius and Snape. Nice. <laughs> okay. Whew. Shit. I'm not going to be able to one up those. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. The power that Snivellus knows not. Um, damn. Now I can't get those good predictions. <laughs> I'm going to guess that this is Severus Snape slash Albus Dumbledore. Sure. (laughs) I'm going to guess that it takes place during the first Wizarding War. Okay. 
And I am going to guess that. Fuck. Can I walk back my second prediction? <laughs> no, you said it. Fuck you. Okay. Then I'm not going to walk back my second prediction. I'm going to make a third prediction that is contrary to my second prediction. Do that. My third prediction is that Snape is the one who defeats Voldemort in the story. Nice. Those are good. Those are good tries. <laughs> Don't forget to tweet your predictions at us. If you're in our Patreon exclusive Discord, post them where it's appropriate and earn your house points, I guess. Yeah. Make sure to hashtag fanfic divination and do at us. Okie doke. It was the winter holidays of Harry's seventh year at Hogwarts. Oh. oh. First <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Nice try, friends. And Harry had been trying desperately to think up a way to kill the Dark Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet that really plagues Harry a lot. You know, he's got to come up with it. He's the chosen one. Yeah. He began pondering what skills, talents, or abilities he had that the Dark Lord did not. Nose. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> Are those talents or abilities? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, real friends. That's one of them. Yeah, that's good. The mysterious power the Dark Lord knows not had been bugging Harry for a while. Hmm. From the prophecy. Oh, okay. So he knows the prophecy. This is at yeah. This is after after book book five. Okay. So. He's like, what do I know how to do? I'm just Harry. I only know one spell. (laughs) (laughs) He felt completely inadequate compared to the Dark Lord's knowledge and skill. He doubted he could best him in a duel. It just didn't seem like he had enough time to get as skilled as the Dark Lord. I feel like this is how we were all feeling. Yeah. At one point. (laughs) We were like, the power he knows not. Yeah. (laughs) This is some really good speculative fic. No. (laughs) You can't shake your head. This is an audio format. What? (laughs) Well, this is a character I don't have a voice for. Um, Oh, no. A new character. Or you could just not. I'm just not. It's best if I don't. I get in trouble every time. You do. What about a time-delayed, temporary shrinking charm on a couple dozen watermelons? Tonks suggested. Okay. We wait. could wait. What? A temporary shrinking charm? Yes. On a couple dozen watermelons. Yes. Is we could gonna eat them. We and could then shrink. Uh-huh. Give me hold for the text. <laughs> <laughs> we could shrink them down, convince him that they're watermelon flavored Tic Tacs, and boom. <laughs> The problem with that is that you have to go under the assumption that Voldemort will swallow these holes yeah. <laughs> and not suck on them or chew them or do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you would probably notice. Yeah, you'd have to swallow like a lot of them whole at once. You would have to you would have to tell him that they he would need to be taking pills because pills are the one mm-hmm. thing that you like are mm-hmm. not supposed to chew unless it's like chewables, one stones, vitamins. <laughs> But yeah, you'd have to be like, here's your aspirin. Yeah. (laughs) Don't mind that it's green and striped. Yeah, I don't think it's your snake medicine. (laughs) Your snake medicine? I don't know. (laughs) To keep his nose away. (laughs) Harry shook his head. I'm not sure that would kill him. He's evilly strong. 
and I love that. That's the reasoning. Is yeah. like, look, this guy's got a strong stomach. <laughs> got a magic It'll stomach. It'll crush a giant watermelon. <laughs> Have you ever seen people who crush a watermelon between their thighs? Voldemort could do that in his stomach. Esophagus. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I wish I hadn't fucking said that. That's disgusting. I apologize. No, you don't. Well, he's a snake. Snakes do that whole thing when, like, they eat oh, stuff, yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. all big. Yeah. So he would yeah, just yeah. snake. He'd be fine. Yeah. His throat That's would just true. be watermelon shaped. And knowing <laughs> the headmaster, Tom has an inordinate fear of all Muggle candies, probably. But good idea. You look confused, Sequoia. Why would he have a fear of all Muggle candies? Because there's like a fanfic thing about Dumbledore being obsessed with candy. Dumbledore is obsessed with candy. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's canon. <laughs> That, sure. The pair continued their thinking. Tonks asked, what about a gun? (laughs) (laughs) Harry looked at her like she was crazy. A gun. Come on, Tonks. First, that's cheating. (laughs) That's the sweet. Integrity. Yeah, that's not the reason why you don't use a gun. What? In a wand fight. What? so funny and second this is a children's story oh no breaking it's the get... fourth wall oh how crazy <laughs> harry turned to the to the camera yeah. and a sad trombone went <laughs> as he shrugged his shoulders <laughs> harry thought about it and suggested what if we swap out his toothpaste with some sort of liquid explosive and put the triggers and fuses into his toothbrush? Did he, what, he just watch James Bond? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused logistically how that works. He, they, uh, is, is Voldemort really the kind of brushes teeth? <laughs> I doubt it. He definitely doesn't brush his teeth. You say that. Tonks shook her head. You really think he takes care of his teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Harry's shoulders hung limply in defeat. Crap. There goes my floss plans, too. I think like that's the part that's where he good. turns to the, to the camera <laughs> yeah. and does the wah, wah. wah, wah. Yeah. I feel like their plans are like very wily coyote. Let me take a big anvil. <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, a piano. Mm. Mm. That's, yeah. Tonks added, maybe we should go back to thinking up plans where we sacrifice Snivellus. <laughs> back to? Back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're in media's rest. They were talking about that before the, yeah. the story started. Harry's been thinking about this a long time. I don't know. The headmaster gave me detention just for suggesting the last couple we had. Oh, no. Harry said with a frown. <laughs> I wanted to murder our professor, and I got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Can I please? Can I please sacrifice Can him? Please? I just don't. What is the plan in which sacrificing Snape to Voldemort, like, Kills Voldemort. I mean, it did technically work out that way. Uh, no, no. <laughs> he died. He I does die. Guess. So, nope. Okay. Maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Tonks offered. Maybe we need to think about his opposites. He's all evil and dark. So what if we surrounded him with something light? You might be thinking in the right direction, Tonks. I'm sure it's the right direction and the wrong thing. What is it? So, what's good in light? Harry shook his head. 
Not sure. Maybe puppies? <laughs> Hell yeah. Kill just Voldemort with puppies. Yeah. Just overwhelm him with puppies. Yeah, I feel like like a million puppies. Cute overload. <laughs> I feel like it's like the Grinch and you like surround him with puppies and then his heart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he'll grows. snap out of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe that's what they're going for. Or that guy who came up with the idea of adding colors to reclosable sandwich bags so you know when it's really closed. Wait, what is what? Wait, what is what? this? What was that? You know, sandwich bags <laughs> <laughs> and when they're closing and Wait, but the I, colors, does it mean how like Ziploc bags have like the blue line I think across? The, yeah, I think so. Does that easy, have a Well, I guess it's easier to tell when that's not put together, when uh-huh. it's not clear. That's the function? I guess. Of the zip I feel like we all just learned. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so exciting. We're gonna turn to, to our correspondent the- John Ziploc and get her out of the bag. <laughs> Oh, man. Wait, but that guy's light and fluffy? That guy? They're going to kill Voldemort with that guy. With that guy. Tonks smiled. That was good. (laughs) But you can store bags of evil in your freezer, so I'm not certain that guy counts. What's a bag of evil? A bag of YouTube comments. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. I was thinking like that bag that's been in your freezer for like five years and you're kind of scared of it. You're like not entirely sure what's in it. It's kind of like a brown lump. Any bag when you move into an apartment and it's still there. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then Harry had an epiphany. Tilda, 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 tilda. No. Tilda. <laughs> this is a passage of time. Passage of time. Yeah. Is that, what, is that what tilde 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 means? I mean, yeah. Aside Pretty just general. like, wavy well, page break. <laughs> it's what, it's the ubiquitous. Yeah, it's the okay. fanfic um, equivalent of a passage of time. Harry came running into the great hall where Albus Dumbledore and potions master Severus Snape were quietly talking. Headmaster, headmaster, Harry exclaimed, running up to the two men. The headmaster quickly stood up. What's happened, Harry? Harry stopped and said, nothing. Why? What do you know? What? (laughs) What? Harry, you just came in screaming. What? What do you mean? You have to be open to the questions. He's already... Things are just happening, Sequoia. (laughs) Wait, so he was talking to Tonks where? It uh, doesn't matter. Outside the great hall. Wherever. (laughs) They were having a little brainstorm sesh wherever Harry and Tonks hang out, just the two of them together. Why not? (laughs) They're real good friends. Okay, cool. Today. And it's just Dumbledore and Snape hanging, hanging out, out in the or Great Hall. Were they just hanging out mm-hmm. in the Great Hall? Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me nothing. Severus scowled. Albus rephrased his question Why did you come coming? Fanatical fix of fun. Why did you come coming? <laughs> Fuck me. (laughs) Why did you come running in here so excitedly? Harry smiled. I think I've figured out how I'm going to defeat the Dark Lord. Severus rolled his eyes, doubting the poor excuse for a wizard in front of him. Really? And how is that? Albus asked. Well, it took me a long time to realize it, but the power the Dark Lord knows not is... 
Harry was blatantly pausing for dramatic value. (laughs) (laughs) Extreme time travel. No. I I didn't know we were reading Cursed Child. (laughs) (laughs) That's the opposite of defeating Voldemort. What's extreme time travel? It's time travel, but you're on a skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Excellent. Turn your hat around backwards. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Get some DCs. <laughs> Albus furrowed his brow. Excuse me? Harry happily explained. Well, I mean, right now I'm not capable of it yet or anything, but now that I'm aware of it, I will dedicate the next few years of my life to understanding it and then successfully come back to this point in time and kill the Dark Lord. I would have done it sooner, but I couldn't until I understood that I was coming back in time to kill him. Wow, that was a lot. Yeah. Um, Extreme. (laughs) It's a big bet to be like, I'm going to figure this out. I know it. And then I'll come back when I do. I like that he gives himself a timeline on it, too. Mm -hmm. That he's like, it's only going to take me one to two years. He says a few. I I think. Also, how did they come up with this from the conversation they were just having? Excellent question. Well, they ruled out process of elimination. They've ruled everything oh, yeah, else they, out. Yeah, exactly. They ruled out puppies, the guy who invented Ziploc bags. A gun. <laughs> A gun. <laughs> All that's left is extreme time travel. There's uh. only four plans. <laughs> Severus sneered. That's the stupidest thing I've heard from you in weeks, Potter. And that's saying something. Zing. Got him. Got him. Nailed it. Got him. <laughs> How's that voice treating you today? That was good. Mm-hmm. Was it more something? Is it getting more something? I always try to channel full Squidward when I do Snape. Oh, like, I, I, think, I always <laughs> think uh, uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie. Ah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that oh, I can get there. Too. Who knows where I'm going and ever when my mouth opens <laughs> and I say I'm going to do a voice. Yeah, the voice is always different. I like it today, though. Okay, this cool. is good. Cool. Albus looked at Harry curiously. So your future self is going to kill the Dark Lord once he masters extreme time travel and comes back to now? Harry smiled. Exactly. It's a power he doesn't know, and it makes everything easier now that the Dark Lord is gone. Now that the Dark Lord is gone now. Now. Right this second. He's done it. So is he creating multiple timelines? No, he did it. He's done it. It's done. (laughs) Harry Potter wins. The end. Nope, not the end. Albus raised an eyebrow. He's dead already? Severus looked at Albus like he was crazy. Harry shrugged. Not sure, but real soon, if not yet. Now that I know... (laughs) Oh, God. Now that I know I'm coming back in time, I can appear around myself and not freak out and try to kill old me as a Death Eater trap. Oh, my gosh. How does time travel work? (laughs) I don't get it. He has decided that he is going to commit his life to time traveling. Mm-hmm. So from this moment forward, he's on his toes. Whereas if future Harry comes back, he mm. won't be freaked out. It will just give him confirmation that he did it. That yep. he did figure it out. He did it. So without ever, at this point, he has not yet delved into extreme time travel No, he has not all. built his flux capacitor. No. Just, his he just yet. invented the idea of it. And he knows Great. he's going to do it. <laughs> Great. 
Potter, you cannot extreme time travel, Snape said with extreme distaste. They still haven't explained what extreme time travel is. There's no such thing. Ah. (laughs) You are an idiot. Whoa. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Well, no, not yet. I'm going, it's going to take a while to understand and be able to do it. Honestly, a completely new magical way of manipulating the space-time continuum doesn't just invent itself, Harry retorted. But he basically is banking on it inventing itself. Like He's future- done it. <laughs> doesn't matter. He did it. He just he just invented it, though. Yeah. He just decided that it was Look, anything could, that could possibly ever be done. He said it out loud, and now Hermione's going to make it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that checks out more. No, now yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Hermione will, Hermione will do it for it out. Albus added, and once you do, you will come back to this point in time. Harry nodded. You betcha. This was this was like kind of an upsetting uh, prediction of Cursed Child. What do you mean? That you like snap back. Oh, fuck, fuck that, the, man. Yeah. I don't fucking talk about that. <laughs> fuck that. Severus shook his head. Potter, your ineptitude reaches new heights each day. Harry scowled at the petty man. If you doubt me so much, how about a friendly wager, Professor? Oh, no. (laughs) Severus raised an eyebrow. And what are you offering, Mr. Potter? Harry sized up the potions, Professor. I'll swear on my magic to never take any potions class from you ever again. And... If some Harry Potter kills the Dark Lord today, you must resign from this school never to taunt or torture the young students again. I feel like if Harry loses, that's like not that great of a thing to be like, I'm not going to show up in your class. Like, that's not a good enough wager on Harry's right? end. Also, you're in school. You have to go to class, Harry. That's not how this works. Yeah, plus at this point where this author has written, he's got like two years of school left and... No, he's That's just be like it's, it's the middle of his seventh year. It's the middle of his so seventh he's like year? he's like oh, I right. won't take classes from you for the next, next six months. It's like year? six months. No, this is a bad bet. Yeah. <laughs> How do bets work? <laughs> Severus pinched himself to make sure he wasn't dreaming. <laughs> no, Severus, this is a bad bet. Yeah. <laughs> this was the stupidest thing he'd ever heard. Oh yes. He adopted an evil smile and said, I accept your terms. This is the most ridiculous thing you've come up with yet. And if it means I won't have you in my class, I will gladly take it. He's just excited not to have to see Harry's stupid face anymore. Right, but now that he's taken this bet, Harry's totally going to show up today and kill the Dark Lord. Future Harry, for sure. I don't know, is he? (laughs) God. (sighs) Albus looked at the odd pair. Harry, while your idea would make things convenient, I hardly think you should be counting on it. It is highly unlikely that you... And at that point... Oh, no. Riding on his flying (laughs) hoverboard, wearing the Nike (laughs) Max. Albus was interrupted by Draco Malfoy. Uh, Oh, boo. I want a future Harry. Get out of here, Draco. Uh, Running fast up to the table in the Great Hall. He's dead, Severus. He's really gone. He's dead. We're free. 
That was not Draco. Yeah, I'm not sure. I what liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Draco voice. What's wrong? So future Harry did appear. We just didn't get to see him. I don't know. Did uh, we? We'll find out. The easily excitable blonde came screaming into the room. <laughs> Harry jumped up and threw both his arms in the air. Yes, I rule. <laughs> He then broke into an embarrassing victory dance, complete with some odd hollers and sounds. Love to hear it. Mm, yeah. You gonna do it? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm Harry god. Potter, and I'm, I'm here to say. Oh god, I'm. So. <laughs> yeah, that was just. That was just. I don't <laughs> um. He does realize he's doing a victory dance, but he still has to spend the next. X amount of years. That's fine. Coming up a with small thing, sacrifice to make. Severus turned pale and looked at Draco. What? Surely you don't mean. Draco smiled brightly and said, Yes, him. A funny looking Harry Potter woke me up and told me to come here and tell you. The Dark Lord is gone. Funny looking Harry Potter. How do you think he's funny looking? He's going to have a beard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And really long hair. Because mm. he's been like shut away for so long right. coming up with time Basically travel. Doc Brown. Yes. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. And I would like it for him to have taken a really long time. <laughs> like he's kind of really old now because he really seriously <laughs> underestimated his ability to come up with extreme time he travel. Overestimated uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He overestimated it. When doesn't Harry overestimate his abilities? <laughs> Albus was shocked. Just like that? My word! This is wonderful! This is fantastic! Albus noticed Severus was looking a bit pale. Of course, I will need to find a new potions professor now, Albus added. <laughs> rules are rules! <laughs> you made a bet! How on earth is this possible? This doesn't make any sense, Severus asked no one in particular. He turned to Draco. You're sure he's gone? And again they were interrupted as a man came walking calmly up towards them. He looked identical to the Harry Potter already there, except for the large, bushy mustache he was sporting. Oh, oh mustache! It was neither! Worse than beard! <laughs> uh. On a hoverboard. A no. bushy mustache. Oh. What is up? <laughs> Maybe those were like really cool in the future that he's from. Uh-huh. Bushy mustaches. He was carrying a trash bag and a garden tool. Yes, I'm sure he's gone. Snivelous. <laughs> Got him. Why did he do go wake up Draco Malfoy to bring this news if he was just going to come in with To some- make a dramatic entrance. Yeah. <laughs> He needed like a couple minutes to really adjust his mustache. Oh, yeah. Young Harry Potter smiled brightly and gave mustachioed Harry Potter a big thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also quite glad to inform you that today is your final day as a member of Hogwarts staff. Severus paled. Well, at least for the next 20 years. I'm not sure about the future. (laughs) 20 years. Mustachioed Harry Potter said... Wow, how does he look exactly the same? He's got if a he's mustache. He's 20 years older. He's, okay. got, he's got a mustache. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> Twiddling his upper lip, shaking the odd hair log about. Hair log. Yep. Woof. Uh, yeah, I've never heard that one for a mustache yikes. before, and I'm okay I if I, I never hear yep. it again. Yeah, <laughs> that was a yikes. 
What? You can't be from the future. I won't honor that ridiculous bet, Severus exclaimed indignantly. But Dumbledore just said that he would honor the bet. Yeah, and he's I think the one it's over. Who's your boss, dude? Mustachioed mm-hmm. <laughs> Harry Potter shook his head. Oh, but you will. Severus took in the scary man with a bloody tool and a trash bag and hastily reconsidered. <laughs> he swept from the room quickly, and Draco followed him out. Mustachioed Harry Potter shook his head. I cannot believe that worked. Well, it didn't work yet, dude. You gotta <laughs> discover time travel. Yeah, exactly. Also, what's in the bag? Does he? Something's in the bag. Young Harry Potter's eyes were wide as he said, I know. Albus watched mustachioed Harry Potter walk over to the young Harry Potter and overheard him say, thanks, Tonks, and realized he needed to sit down for whatever was going on. Tonks. Yes. Is, has metamorphosed. Yes. Yeah. Into Harry. Maybe. And Harry put on a mustache because there's no way he looks exactly like himself 20 years later. 20 years have not passed. All but the- what's happened to Voldemort, Sequoia? He's alive. Nope. Here we go. Hold Wait, the text. what? <laughs> Tonks? Albus asked the first Harry Potter. Young Harry Potter nodded and morphed into a familiar pink-haired young woman. Extreme time travel? Albus asked the remaining Harry Potter. (laughs) Harry just laughed and tugged at his mustache. Not exactly, sir, but maybe someday. This hair log is a false. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, he really grew it. (laughs) He is magic. No. Albus sighed and just asked, So this was all just a hoax to get Severus to quit. Harry shrugged and said, Not all of it. I did just kill the Dark Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) With the gardening tool in the Uh, bag? Maybe. Albus's eyes widened again, and luckily the house elves were paying attention as some strong fire whiskey appeared by him. Okay. I bagged his head up for good measure, left the rest of the body for the Aurors. Does Harry have a trophy case of heads? Does Why that, does he, he does, need I that? I don't know. It's Does this oh, mean you figured out the power he knew not? Albus asked in between gulps of fire whiskey. He's trying. Right. Harry shrugged. I suppose you could make a case for the power being muggle knockout gas. Um. So they didn't go with a gun. They went with tear gas. They went with tear gas? (laughs) Harry, I'm quite sure you have just done something heroically idiotic and completely against anything any sane person would advise, just as I'm sure you managed to somehow pull it off miraculously. But why don't you explain it to me before I drink too much? Okay. (laughs) Reasonable. Harry nodded. I got a few chemical grenades filled with gas, threw them into the riddle house, went to the shed, and got this hoe, Harry said, lifting up his bloodied garden tool. Put on a gas mask, cast a couple of spells to bind his magic and soul to his body, and then separated his head from it. You know, just a couple of spells that Harry knows. (laughs) Mike seems to be having... It's just... (laughs) You can't yada, yada, yada over how you did everything. 
<laughs> just, you know, the normal binding your soul to your no, body right. spells that everyone know. You learn it first year right after you learn. Wingardium Liviosa. Yep. It's the very next lesson. Bind his soulless bodies. Now, cut your head off. No. <laughs> cut his head off with a garden hoe. Uh, it takes a lot of Separated. Yeah, yeah, that's like not sharp. very <laughs> violent. <laughs> and then separated his head from it. Harry smiled again and shook his hoe. Ah. Albus. <laughs> I hate that a lot. Thanks. Albus was a bit scared. That's it? Harry. Wait, Dumbledore's disappointed that it wasn't beautiful enough. <laughs> but that's cheating. <laughs> Harry nodded. Well, yeah. Recognized Draco, knew he was a spy, woke him up and told him to get out of there. Called the Aurors to arrest everyone else. Seemed like every Death Eater there took in a lot of the gas. Had to call the Aurors twice as the first couple passed out before getting bubblehead charms up. Wizards have never encountered crazy purple knockout gas before. Yeah, because as per wizarding law, it's cheating <laughs> to use it. <laughs> so clearly, they've never seen it before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Albus grimaced a bit. And you were able to just sever his head? Harry narrowed his eyes a bit. He was knocked out. It was the easiest thing I could think of. The, uh, get a, uh, like, not that I'm promoting the book. Like, get a knife. Like, you know, don't use a hoe. They're long. They're dull. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Also, I'm also confused. I was confused as to how they came up with extreme time travel mm-hmm. from, you know, their list of four plans. Mm-hmm. Right. And now... The, this they came up with this because it's light and fluffy. No, great. He put Voldemort's head in a bag. <laughs> that was okay, the realization. Sure. No, I don't know. Great. Um, it was the easiest thing I could think of, unless you had some more secrets to tell me about better solutions. Harry. Oh, Harry says to Dumbledore. Yeah, I mean valid. valid. Albus shook his head. Nope, nope, I do not find any fault in your actions. I'm just surprised it was this, well, easy? Yep, we're all on the same page here. (laughs) We all agree. I don't know that hacking his head off with a hoe would be considered easy. No. But I think the, the whole process. <laughs> yeah. But bind it, like, one simple spell to bind his soul Look, to his body. Yeah, it's it seems really like easy. you should have come up with that one before. Yeah, why has that never come up before? It's fine. I knew you would poke all kinds of holes in my plan. Every suggestion I make is half-brained or will get me killed. <laughs> it's always ludicrous and way too dangerous. And I knew you would never let me give it a real try. So I needed Tonks to keep you busy. When she asked me how to keep you occupied, I suggested getting Snape to quit since this plan needed no human sacrifice. Well, if you're not going to sacrifice him. Get him fired. Yeah, (laughs) gotta get him out of there somehow. Bye, Snape. So Harry Wynn just did this by himself. Yeah, he didn't tell anyone. One man, solo team. Yep. But what would you have done if the plan had failed? Harry looked confused. Tonks responded, It's not like I cared if I took potions from the greasy git. I graduated years ago. 
Albus looked at the young woman. <laughs> that wasn't what I meant. No. <laughs> Harry was still confused. How could the plan have failed? Wait. <laughs> Albus looked Wait. at Harry again. It was faultless, Harry exclaimed, just like most of my <laughs> other suggestions you shot down for no reason. Harry was shaking his head, but it's over with now. Albus pointed at the black plastic bag. Is that head for me? Harry nodded. People will want reassurance. Then I wanted my hoe, Harry said, shaking his garden tool no, again. No, no. Mm, I don't like this. This is awful. <laughs> this, is, this is some classic crackfic where they feel the need to make a stupid joke over and over and over. That's what makes it funny if you just keep saying the same thing. Oh. And then it becomes funny. Because now it's a bit. Oh. <laughs> I just. Oh, man. We're, we're, one, we're one sentence away from you then. Then we can talk about it. <laughs> Great. Albus just absentmindedly nodded and said, Happy Christmas, Harry Tonks. Oh, it is a Christmas story. Yeah, it was. The end. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. What I liked about this story was extreme time travel. Yes, and then time travel what the good. fuck was that plan? It was flawless. <laughs> was what the plan was. I don't see how it could have gone it any worked. other way. Yeah, you can't argue with the results. You really can't. It's not the journey; it's the destination. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't argue with the results because Harry's got Voldemort's head in a bag. Mm-hmm. So, and then he sealed it with the two colored sides <laughs> and so he knew it was sealed that's a bag of evil <laughs> oh we figured it out fuck <laughs> oh no i like extreme time travel it's yeah good. a lot yeah i was really hoping it would actually be extreme time travel mm-hmm. when i was I reading like this the, the first time i like the joke i like Pranking as making Tonks disguise as someone else so that you can, yeah. like, that, that's fun and that's creative and something I never thought of, but I'm still very confused by the whole, like, I have to keep you guys busy while I just go <laughs> casually kill Voldemort right, and a bunch of like, Death Eaters. It's not like they were, like, they would interrupt him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, he just really, side note, wanted to get Snape. Fired right. or dead or anything, just, just out of the way. Exactly. Bye, Snape. <laughs> Gosh. I like how after everything, too, Dumbledore is just gonna like roll with that resignation. I mean, yeah. Dumbledore basically rules fired are him. Rules. <laughs> you made a bet. You gotta stick to it. Stick to the terms. Yes. Good. All of your predictions were wrong. Not even <sighs> close. Nice try. Close. Nice try. I guess maybe you could call that the Wizarding War. It's just really short. Yeah, I think. No. Nope. Here's the thing. I'm disappointed because I feel like we both had like some really <laughs> solid predictions. I want that. <laughs> I want everything. I want every fig ever. It feels like I feel like Snape was. It's he wasn't big enough in the story to be the title of it. Like it feels. Yep, I don't know why that happened. <laughs> It was a misdirection. I guess so in the you're not same way. To yeah. Time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh, this is a, this is a story about Snape. It's not about Harry mm-hmm. and the cutting bag with right. Voldemort's, Voldemort's head, head off with a hoe. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yup. Uh, nice. 
Classic misdirection. Classic misdirection. <laughs> Got him again. Got us. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, we are going to move on to our next segment. Our new segment. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's the segment intro? Hold for the, de- the end, please. Nope. <laughs> Was We're keeping nothing. it. That's fine. Fine. Um, okay, so this is our segment in which listeners write in and end a story that we read that was unfinished. What did you? What did you get for us? Um, so most of the stuff we got was for Malfoy Chaos because nice. uh, that's the thing we announced this in. But do remember, you can send these in for any story that wasn't finished to your satisfaction. Any unfinished story. Um, so in this. Hold for the end, please, from Victoria Mansell. What's happening here is that uh, Hermione and Kara Malfoy end up becoming friends at school. But Harry and Ron are super, they're like very suspicious of what's going on. So Harry, I mean, follows her. Okay, weird. (laughs) And then um, one time he's following her and he calls her an American idiot. And then they start bonding over their shared love of Green Day. I'm on board. I'm in. <laughs> back in. We got Mike back. Oh, nice. Because, of course, Harry listens to Green Day. No, Dudley listens to Green Day. Oh, God. And so it. Harry knows about Green Day. So they bond over their shared love of Green Day. And then um, they get Pansy Parkinson to, or Draco gets Pansy Parkinson to steal Kara's CD player, which is like a big deal because uh-huh. they're in the wizard world. She can't just like go get another CD player. Sure. Um, so Kara Her and CD Harry. CD player wouldn't work at Hogwarts, but fine. <laughs> continue. Um, Kara and Harry uh, have to go on an adventure through Hogwarts to find Kara's CD player. Is Kara Malfoy a real character? No. no. Okay. I was like. <laughs> In She's Draco's long lost twin sister. Twin sister. <laughs> um, and then uh, <laughs> they have to go through this thing. They find the CD player and then they kiss and Draco sees them kiss and faints. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and in the follow up, apparently now then there's just like some tildes and there's an epilogue. And in the epilogue, uh, Kara breaks Harry out of the Dursleys one night to go to London to a Green Day concert together. Oh, that's cute. I love it. <laughs> it's a really good end. Thank you so much, Victoria, for sending in that whole we for the end, so please. What, what was the, the fill-in and what was the act? What was the fill-in and then what was the actual so all story? Of that, so the actual story was Draco finds out he has a long-lost twin sister. Uh-huh. And she loves Green Day. She only knows one band. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... She befriends Hermione in uh, Diagon Alley. Yeah. But then Hermione finds out that she's a Malfoy and they get in a fight. Yeah. Um, And that was the was end. the end. Oh, this is great then. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Very nice work. I love yeah. the rest yeah. of that. We got a bunch of good ones. I think we'll post a couple of them on our website. Yeah. That's fun. So do check that out. This is my new favorite segment. That's I'm good. very stoked I about like it. it. Um, And then... 
It's time for the Rec Zone. Um, I don't remember if this one was a listener submission or not, but I read this really great Cho fic. Oh, great. <laughs> where Dudley um, meets Cho at Harry's wedding, and they're both kind of like off to the side, not having a great time, and they kind of bond over it, and it's really cute. I like that a lot. What? That's fun. Yeah, it was a really fun story, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. So Weird move to invite Cho to the wedding, though. <laughs> That's a weird... It's like, it's like the wedding of the century, so everyone's so invited. Everyone. There's like the guest list is like a thousand Every person. Because <laughs> Harry would really want a super extra wedding. I know Harry. So would Ginny. Shit. <laughs> anyway, um, so that link will be in the, descri- the description of this episode as well as on our website, fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website, you can find our story submission form and you can find a list of all of our recommendations. Yep. Oh, we don't have our whiteboard. <laughs> I'm going to have to do this, aren't I? Um, you can find us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Fanatical Fix. Uh, send us emails with your longer thoughts or submissions for Hold for the End, please. Or asking for your trickster, trick, your, your trickster packages. packages. We're still sending those out, so if you want to trick your friends, email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, there are several ways you can help this podcast out. One, trick your friends 2019. Two, leave a review on Facebook or iTunes. We'll shout you out at the beginning of the episode. Three, join our Patreon and join our writing competition. Join the writing competition. All right, Mike, where can we find you? What are you doing? What's Uh, going on? Oh, man. So if anyone is unaware of who I am, I host a podcast called Potterless where I'd never read the Harry Potter books. Ah, They should know. If you don't know, I mean, now you know. Most of them came here from Potterless, <laughs> so I'm really not concerned. Well, we're doing a great job. Hey, there's, you guys are growing. So in case anyone doesn't know, I do a podcast called Potterless. I never read the Harry Potter books as a kid, reading them for the first time as an adult. I switch out the guests. Um, Sequoia's been on. Got to get you in the mix, Kim. So I just finished the books. I'm now doing the movies and all the other like spin-off-y type stuff. So yeah. if you want to check that out, it's at PotterlessPod on Twitter. It's Potterless Podcast on Instagram. And then there's a website, PotterlessPodcast.com. And you can just search for it on anywhere you get your podcasts and nice. it'll show up. Nice. You also have a basketball podcast. I do. It's called Horse. It's about basketball, but not really. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's basketball. It's everything except for the wins and losses. So it's just the entertainment part of basketball. So things like player drama, Twitter beefs, uniforms, or, you know, how there's the Hong Kong China thing is ruining Ooh. the NBA right now. Yeah, that's spicy. Oh, there's some spicy NBA general stuff manager going on. tweeted a pro Hong Kong thing, and now the NBA is losing, like, billions of dollars. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. The NBA is seems like more dramatic than written drama television shows. Holy so shit. if you want to just follow basketball in the sillier aspects and not have to care about the sport and just know about the fun stuff, check out Horse. Again, the website is horsehoops.com. And then if you just search for Horse anywhere on your podcast app, we're the one. Even though it's not about horses, there's thankfully no horse show. It's just called Horse. What's so. really funny? That's very surprising. <laughs> for the longest time, when you looked at our podcast on Apple Podcasts and you looked at the recommended podcasts, Potterless was not listed, but Horse was. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Love that. They know what's nice. up. Yeah. That's great. That's exactly. uh, very funny. But yeah, so, those are the two shows. I think I'm very biased, but I think they're both very good. Yes. Nice. Well, Mike is one of our favorite podcast people we are just so, yeah yeah that's <laughs> podcast that's the end people, of that. period <laughs> um 
And we're so happy that you came on. We're so happy yeah. that we got the time to sit down yes. real life in yes. person. This is so fun. This is good. And do this. Yeah, thanks for thanks for indulging us. No, thanks of course. For, thanks for having me. And it's always good. I like Sequoia. I feel like I run into you all the time at all the different conventions <laughs> or live shows and stuff. And then mm-hmm. now getting to meet Kim. This is very fun. And very good. Y- much like you said, I'm one of your favorite podcasts. Thing, you two are some of my favorites. So Aww. I love trying to, <laughs> nice. you know, just be a part of the show because it's a fun podcast and I'm glad I'm back on it. It was fun the last time. It's fun this time. And I'm, it'll be fun the next time. Yeah. 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 In the future. So, yeah. I'm excited yeah. for our panel tomorrow, which now at the time of releasing which went, went so, so well. well. Here's the thing. We did extreme time ah! travel. Oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> bring it around. Woo. Nice job. Oh, and on that note, thanks to the Whomping Willows for use of our theme song, Wolf Star. Bye. Bye. I was done. <laughs> <laughs>